Welcome to Mission Sunlight Chat from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are here in our studio located in Chattanooga, Tennessee, here in the United States of America. Wherever you are watching, we are welcoming you to our studio today. My name is Christopher Beeson, and our Director of Production and Engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Jordan, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's and nice to be the, the guest this time, I guess. Right up there on the microphone, Mission Sunlight Chat is a nonprofit Christian media production. So if you'd like to know more, you can visit us at missionsunlight.org. And if you want to give, you can click donate. We appreciate whatever you'd like to do for this work. Uh, one more thing, we want to touch more lives. So if you would just share um, today's program with a friend, post it on your social media, text it to a friend right now, even snail mail it if you want. Share Mission Sunlight Chat today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, today, uh, as you notice here, Jordan and I are in the studio, and um, it's a different kind of program. Uh, Jordan, um, what are we doing here? So today we're going to be looking a little bit about at uh, Mission Sunlight stories that we have gathered and uh, just seeing what the work is, what work is happening around the world. That's right. We are introducing a new special feature of Mission Sunlight Chat. It is the original Mission Sunlight Quarterly 13th Sabbath World Mission uh, offering videos for the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, and people can subscribe to these by going to missionsunlight.org. These Mission Sunlight stories are available for your local church by just visiting us online, missionsunlight.org. You'll find a way to download uh, um, your information, upload your information, get us your information, however you do so, and um, we can uh, make you, your church, your community, a subscriber to it. Um, what else you got over there for us? So last quarter, uh, we visited the Inter-European Division, um, okay. and we were featuring stories from there. And this quarter, we are featuring the Trans-European Division. Uh, between these two countries, we've been to, or these two divisions, rather, mm -hmm. we've been to 29 countries, uh, and that's combined over the two divisions. And um, more than any other region in the world uh, for places that we've visited yeah, so that's cool christopher this quarter we're going to be going to latvia and england yeah jordan i love the artistic shots that we get both uh, photos and videos um of course you know i love architecture which we know europe is filled filled with inspiring architecture yeah. in the videos we're going to watch today we include drone shots from newbold college and particularly the old manor on the campus of newbold called more close I love to see that building from up high where you can really appreciate the peaks and gables and the unique roof structure. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that video. Yeah, I really like the the drone shots as well. And, you know, especially the, the spires on the old uh, cathedrals and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, what's more, uh, what I like more than the drone shots is how we tell the story of what is going on in people's lives on the ground right. and how right. Jesus is working and moving in their lives and in their area. Yeah. You're right. So let's take a look uh, or listen to, depending on where you are today, the Trans-European Division segment that we call the Overview to learn a bit more about this region of the Adventist Church ministry. In Welcome to Mission Sunlight, reporting this quarter from the Trans-European Division and from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This division is globally renowned for the educational work of Newbold College, Newbold has participated widely in the Adventist Colleges Abroad program. Newbold was founded in 1901 as Duncombe Hall College in London. Later, in 1945, it moved to Bracknell, approximately 40 miles west of London. The move came with the purchase of More Close, around which the main campus has grown. 
The college offers courses in theology, business, history, and many other programs, including one-year or gap-year offerings. The more close acquisition was important, not only as the new 1945 campus and the nucleus for future expansion, it was enlarged and transformed in its own right in 1911 by the famed British architect Oliver Hill. Today, the original Moore Close Manor stands boldly as it serves as the girls' dormitory, a home away from home to the college's female population. The Trans-European Division has made a commitment to not just building buildings this 13th Sabbath, but also to building communities, building families, building congregations, and ultimately building the kingdom for Christ. Last quarter, we heard from the Inter-European Division. The countries of these two divisions are intertwined across Europe, based on language, geography, politics, and other factors impacting the work of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Together, the members of these two divisions have an equally complicated path to reaching the people of Europe with the story of Jesus. Europe's rich religious heritage makes the deep ideologies and prejudices, both for and against faith practices, a difficult journey to accept the simple gospel of God's transforming love. The people of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in this region, once reaching an approximate membership of nearly 300,000, currently number half that, with about 148,000 members in the territory, comprising these two divisions. While the challenge may seem insurmountable, when 45-year-old J.N. Andrews traveled to Switzerland with his teenage children in 1860, they were the only Adventist. Members today are just as intrepid to reach their friends, neighbors, co-workers, and strangers alike. One could focus on the challenges of the European work, particularly here in Latvia, or we could look upward from where we gather our strength and say, here we are, Lord, send us. And that is what we are doing. During this quarter, Mission Sunlight will share the unique work happening in Riga, the capital city of Latvia, and the small tourist town of Zelenaika, tucked into the coast of Montenegro. Both projects have a special focus on youth, young adults, and families. When members of the Adventist Church in Latvia mention the name of their church, they often are met with warm responses. The government of Latvia officially recognizes only seven denominations. We are one of those recognized. We also advertise with local radio stations. People know who we are. These things help us gain recognition and trust in the community. From there, we must be sure that the good things that people think they know about us turn out to be true about who we are. In all of this, we must represent Jesus Christ. As you can hear, the plans are thoughtfully and prayerfully made. This quarter, you will hear more about these two projects. Leaders and laity within the Trans-European Division are pursuing excellence and efficient evangelism mechanisms. When Sabbath, September 30 comes, what will you plan to give to assist your brothers and sisters with more tools to reach the postmodern European with the truth as it is in Jesus? From the headquarters of the Trans-European Division in London, England, and the media missionaries of Network 7 Media Center, this is Mission Sunlight. It's great to hear that update from the TED. Um, Christopher, you attended that church in London. Tell us right. a little bit about your experience right. there. So, uh, Jordan, my wife and I went to the church called London Live, where they meet on Sabbath evening for their main services. And, uh, of course, that we went through the Notting Hill neighborhood. Some of you might have heard of that movie. We walked right past the Blue Door and uh, the bookstore that was made famous by the film on our way to the London Live Church. It was, it was a neat experience tra walking, walking around that neighborhood and uh, just really experiencing a little more of the London 
local culture, not just all the touristy stuff. Yeah. Um, the other congregation that was featured there was the Latvian Conference Ministers right. Meeting. Right. Um, they were training and encouraging both male and female pastors who were taking a break from their local tr- districts to enjoy uh, fellowship together. That's right. And next we are going to dig deeper into the work of the Latvian Adventist uh, ministry, particularly to those from unique cultures. So let's take a listen. From the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center, welcome to Mission Sunlight. Today we are reporting part one of a two-part series from Riga, the capital city of Latvia. Latvia is a country located in north-central Europe. Vilnas Latgalis is the president of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Latvia. He shared with our media missionaries the blessings of the church despite lingering COVID restrictions in this part of northern Europe. We currently have about 50 churches and 30 pastors in Latvia. In 2022, 64 people were baptized despite the COVID restrictions and the challenges of the postmodern Europe. Obviously, we thank God about all of this. The culture and people represented here in the Adventist Church and its community is diverse. Latvian and Russian are the predominant people groups, the Russian lineage left over from Soviet occupation. Even as you look around the city, the old Soviet flats still stand. Yet new construction, offices, and apartments have risen since the mid-1990s. Most churches have tended to serve one culture and people group or another. Our churches are growing more youthful and are integrating a blend of cultures, nations, and welcoming, while remaining faithful to doctrine in God's Word. Since the war began in Central Europe in 2022, many Ukrainian immigrants have arrived and are being heartily welcomed into the Adventist melting pot. We are mindful of the mental and physical needs of our new Ukrainian friends. They are paying a great toll, moving to a new culture, leaving their homes and family behind, finding work, jobs, and new circles of friendship. They have only the clothes on their back and a small bag. Church members have found this as a great opportunity to meet needs. They have embraced those coming into Latvia, both Adventist and non-Adventist. Russian is often a second language for Latvians, which is akin to the Ukrainian dialect. This helps communication take place easily with immigrants moving to Riga. They are willing to learn more and discuss work and religion. They already have the religious mentality from a Russian orthodoxy and aren't opposed to change. We also have an international pastor with a psychology degree. He has been working with them. Because our church facilities for meetings and seminars are very limited, they meet in the Greek Orthodox complex that has a separate building for counseling. They also sometimes meet at the Red Cross building. The international pastor is also Ukrainian, so that helps. Alongside the Ukrainian immigrants, there are other opportunities for the leaders and members here. Though our name, Seventh-day Adventist, doesn't need much promotion, we have a good partnership with the local Christian radio broadcaster, who shares good news on our efforts to love our neighbors. We have also built important relationships with the Latvian authorities. With this goodwill, we know there is responsibility to this group of people who need to start relationships with Jesus. We use fitness and health as an entering wedge to get to friend them, the children, the youth, and their families. Pastor Latgalus says there is a major challenge to the work in this region. Many churches either lease their worship facility from other denominations, or they do not have enough room outside of their own sanctuary for extracurricular community activities. So many of our buildings are cramped between other buildings. There is often no room for Sabbath school classes for the children. So you can imagine there's no room for a gymnasium or day activities either. With so few social activities for youth and their church, it is a problem. 
This 13th Sabbath, the members in Latvia are doing something to change the challenge of space for their youth and families and new immigrant population. 23 years ago, my father-in-law started a summer camp called Maranatha, and it is still going. Seven years ago, I took over. We have kids coming at different times, different days. Still, there isn't enough room. This year, we're going to have about 100 kids. We must turn others away. The extracurricular activities for youth include singing, robotics, language learning. They benefit greatly from socializing. Kids love the activities, and parents gain trust towards Adventists. In Latvia, youth and family community centers are a major part of the fabric of our daily life. Other denominations have them. Even the government operates them. Yet, there is still a great need for these places around the city in this country. We have developed a concept to share the truth as it is in Jesus. That is the spiritual health, and also bring good physical and emotional well-being to our communities. With a foundation of two decades of work in place, a base of supportive church families, goodwill in government, and strong support from the community, church members are ready to take the next step in their evangelism quest. Next month, we'll hear more from the leaders in Latvia about their plans to reconcile the needs of youth and immigrants with the space currently available to them. Stay tuned to Mission Sunlight for those details and consider now what you give on Sabbath, September 30th for this 13th Sabbath World Mission Offering. Reporting from the work of the church in Riga, Latvia in the Trans-European Division, this is Mission Sunlight. As you can tell, these segments are built to be watched in a standalone setting. Um, some churches use them in their church service. Mm -hmm. Some churches use them in their Sabbath school gathering time. Um, and some use them in their social media updates during the week. Uh, you may enjoy them in another area of your um, church culture, maybe a Sabbath school. Right. Um, but it brings back missions to our, our mind. Yeah, that's right, Jordan. We're really glad to have our viewers and listeners watching and listening and learning more about the Adventist church work of the Trans-European Division. Um, and, and if folks would like to uh, get in on um, on the download format for any of these types of uses for the local church, they should visit us at missionsunlight.org. That's mission, S-O-N, light.org. Um, let's roll our last story from this quarter and uh, hear about the Latvian Youth and Family Community Center of Influence. Cool. Let's do that. Welcome to Mission Sunlight, reporting this quarter from Riga, Latvia in Northern Europe and from the media missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. Today's report is part two of a two-part series on the immigrant and youth ministry in this region. Last month, we shared with you the challenges of the work in Europe, particularly those found in Latvia. We told you that the members have a plan to meet the growing need. With your help through the 13th Sabbath World Mission Offering, the immigrant population grows daily, which are mostly refugees from the Ukrainian front. We also have a need to expand what we offer to our youth, outside of cramped and rented sanctuaries where we have no space and no place to do other kinds of ministry and fellowship with kids, young adults, and families. In Latvia, youth and family community centers are a major part of the fabric of daily life. Other denominations have them, even the government operates them. Yet there is still a great need for these places around the city and around the country. We have developed a concept to share the truth as it is in Jesus, that is spiritual health, and also bring good physical and emotional well-being to our communities. 
With the foundation of two decades of work in place, goodwill in government, and strong support from the community, church members are ready to take the next step in their evangelism quest. The Adventist Church in Latvia will create a physical center that will provide space for the Ukrainian immigrant integration, youth, young adults, and families to learn and grow and fellowship and so much more. Members intend for it to be a center of influence unrivaled by no other nearby organization. Our small youth center has been operating for 25 years. It has grown to full capacity with a schedule to fit in everyone into the small space. But we are at max. With the 13th Sabbath offering combining with our members' efforts, we will build a center of influence that will multiply our space for young adults, families and our growing immigrant ministries. Currently, four churches oversee the youth center and they have pledged their support of the new COI and two dozen other churches in the capital region will be a part of the ministry plan too. There are four sites currently under consideration for the center. We visited two of them where you can see they are adjacent to a mega store and a major fast food chain. These sites have been carefully and prayerfully selected, not only as good sites for construction, but for their proximity to the people they will serve and the access to services they will offer. The center will operate with outreach programs, six days a week, with church volunteers leading out and other community volunteers too. On the seventh day, it will be consecrated for worship. We have many medical missionary-minded members who will fill the needs for knowledgeable and efficient staff and volunteers. Visitors to the center will find language courses, sports and gymnasium activities, robotics, music, family and parenting programs, financial management classes, and so many other activities happening here. Our program already consists of music and drama camps for various ages. We will also offer facilities for massage, an exercise class, dental care, a health food store, as well as an ADRA office and health assessments. These will make an impact especially on parents and immigrants with physical and mental stressors. It is important to say there will be counseling, spiritual seminars, and religious programs for everyone who comes. They will know more about our God. The Baltic Union of Seventh-day Adventists has made a commitment to youth and families right here through centers of influence. This 13th Sabbath, you can join them in changing communities like this for Christ. The church is alive with young adults. We have invested a great deal in leaving young adults in charge of the church. We expect the leadership of the union and conference to skew much younger at this year's constituency meetings. There are actually two outreach programs that center around children and youth. Pathfinders for youth in the church to invite their friends from outside, and what we call Maranatha, the camp that I have been leading, that my father-in-law started many years ago. It is community-centered and all are welcome. The Pathfinder Club has actually been the most effective for baptizing the non-Adventist youth. Pathfinders have 60% non-Adventist in their clubs. One girl brought five friends to Camporee last year. After that Camporee, the kids were interested in getting together to learn more, but the church had no place for them to gather and to study. Maranatha has 40% Adventists. Maranatha has been focused on friendships with youth and families, and not proselytizing, but lacks space to gather in cold winter months. The entire center is called Latvia Health Mission. 30% Adventist, 20% other denominations, 50% unchurched, and 5% of those attending are Ukrainians. And that is a big hurdle. Reaching Ukrainian families who have lost hope. Boredom and sadness has turned them to crime. This is a priority. There is much work to do, and you are a valuable partner to finish this work. 
we have thankful and happy hearts to help other mission projects as we see them in the World Church. God has already blessed us thus far, and we have resources to begin this, but not enough. So we are thankful to everyone who will contribute to this, and may God bless abundantly. Let us do the work together. The most important goal of it all is for us to help kids to learn about Christ through these activities. And we are extremely grateful to everyone who will donate during this 13th Sabbath to the building of this Influence Center. Whether it will be a big or small amount, everything will count towards getting these kids to learn more about Christ and get them closer to Christ. We're planning activities for family, youth, and immigrants that through involvement they will know more about Christ. Influence not just the kids, but also their parents is the plan of the Influence Center. We are extremely grateful to everyone who donates, either big or small, for this center of influence. When Sabbath September 30 comes, what will you plan to give to assist your brothers and sisters with more tools to reach the postmodern European with the truth as it is in Jesus? Plan to give liberally for the people of the Trans-European Division. From London, England and the media missionaries of Network 7 Media Center, this is Mission Sunlight. That is today's program from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This has been Mission Sunlight Chat. Um, I can't say with our guest, but Jordan, it's been fun to do this program with you and let folks share in our mission stories from yeah. around the world. Yeah. Now, I'm Christopher Beeson, your host, today's engineer, our director of production, Jordan Wagner. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for sharing our program with your friends via text, email, on your social media platforms. However, we also thank you for your gifts and your prayers, but especially especially your prayers. We greatly appreciate those. That is all today from our studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is Mission Sunlight Chat. <laughs>